0: <clears throat> all right five four three two one what's up there bears 100 fans it's double a it's b diddy it's Air Jair back again for a long-awaited episode of the tailgate show how's it going there guys
1: going good man finally back, a- ho- back home here it was a pretty awesome weekend
0: man yeah you tell me how was it boys it looked like you guys had a great time. Uh, I was good. I My voice is still not recovered. I got a pretty scratchy voice. So um, I'm doing my best for impersonation tonight. So <laughs> um, what's up there, Bear fans? Shake it up.
2: Shake it, it I, I just
0: that. want to talk a little bit about building out the Bears 100. <laughs> it was pretty great. You know, I just. And it was, uh, didn't get a chance to do everything I wanted to do, but it was pretty great. So no, uh, yeah, I (laughs) I lost, I lost my voice, uh, once and for all during the, uh, defensive line panel, which was pretty much epic. Um, so I would say overall, the, the, the time, uh, was, was pretty damn special, you know, um.
1: I mean, to yeah. see everybody the first night, to see everybody just like come out, yeah. On stage, the teams by the decades, it, um, the two thousand tens though, there was there like, four yeah, guys. Yeah, I
2: was going to yeah. ask, what's that the was... mood about fifty four not being there? Well,
0: I, yeah, I mean, I would. We say were I, we
1: were in a shopping mall when we found out.
0: Yeah, Go that ahead. was a, Go, that, you can, that was a downer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I want to start it off on on the, on the that downer, but <laughs> but it definitely was part of it. I mean, I definitely, you know, like, I was trying to just be like, yeah, whatever, there's going to be plenty of other people there, and there were. There were. There were plenty of other people there. I mean, you know, they— not,
1: not advertised like that, though. It's like, nut up, take some Imodium or some Pepto or some shit, put on a diaper. I mean, freaking Gale Sayers is <laughs> out there, like, Come on, man. You tell me, or like, you're gonna show up? And how do you know you're gonna be sick for three days? I could say like I'm taking the first night off, or just yeah. say don't say I have the shit. Say I have some a personal thing, whatever. Like, try to could have pitched it better than that, big boy.
0: Yeah, but anyway, I mean, we'll get to that. I just think like back to the back to the scene. I mean, I think you know the scene was was really something else. I mean, you know you. you People were lining up. I mean, what did the doors open? Did he 7.30? Five?
1: Was it? F- I'm trying to think. I thought it was 5.30. No, the doors opened
0: at 5.30. So oh, the, the show kicked off at 7.30. 7.30. Right. So there were people probably lined up outside of the convention center at like noon. Wow. <laughs> like, you know, not a ton, but a few. I mean, when did we get in line? I don't know, man. Probably like... Maybe 4 o'clock? 4 o'clock. So by the time we got in line, it was all the way past the convention center, which is not a small building. So from the center of it and then all the way down, it was past the convention center. And then, you know, uh, for people that don't know, Rosemont is basically like the convention center, a bunch of hotels, and then the river, and around the river is a bunch of forest preserves. So, you know, you have River Road, and on one side of it is – Uh, restaurants and hotels, and then it starts to kind of, you know, turn into storage units and other things like that. But as you go down, I mean, so this thing went all the way down to the, the Franklin park sign, like the sign where Franklin park turns into Rosemont. So, wow. I mean, you're, you're, you're halfway to Gene and Jude's hot dogs and like, you know, so I filmed as much as I filmed, but I only filmed up until where we got in line.
1: Did you see what was, Jen – so did you see that yeah, video?
0: Jen Taluki, Jen. Jen, Jen the – Walked right by us. Yeah, and then she did like a time lapse, and she went a good distance, but she didn't go that much further than we were. I mean she didn't get anywhere near the end, you know, and it was still just – I mean it was just crazy. And, and it was – you know, I mean I've never seen – I guess I've never really seen that many Bears fans except at a Bears game.
1: Yeah, you know, we're so we're sitting there in line, right? And this guy right here starts videotaping. I don't know the Bears bros walk by, I just introduce oh, myself, right. talk to him for a minute. And here's Diddy talking to the Bears bro. I, look, you're not recording this shit, motherfucker, are you? It was live. <laughs> yeah, like, I was recording already. I kept
0: going live, you know. Where did
1: you, where did you go live on uh, Facebook? Also, no, on
0: Twitter. I said
1: I said you're not calling line, was you like, I think it. I was
0: consistently watching it. It wasn't it wasn't exactly no, getting on of trend.
1: It was just funny, dude. I was I was dying.
0: <laughs> it was and, it was like one of two viewers every time. But it was cool. I mean we were standing in line with uh, with Chachi and his brother and uh, Bears Girl, BG, and uh, like we said, Badge wasn't there because he was uh, he thought he was gonna um, he had another engagement and uh, he had to be late, so that uh, he wasn't he wasn't able to join us till a little bit later that night. Um, but it was cool, it was fun. I mean, it was uh, it was a little hot out there. And then you know, and then you got to finally get let in. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think anybody really knew what it was going to be.
1: Um, Before that, I went up to check the front of the line though, and that's that's where I met George McCaskey. He was out there taking pictures and signing autographs. I had him sign a a. Uh, picture of soldier field i had like just che- that was pretty cool just to, for the first night you see the see the man you know what i mean
0: yeah kept expecting diddy to like disappear behind some velvet rope and you know um get uh, get a hand job from staley or something but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you but say uh, no staley oh um, um but uh, yeah so you got so we got in and then that would be uh, it, a
1: different convention, bro. Isn't that like a furry it's convention? So,
0: uh, no screed slander nor nor dirty talk will be allowed on this podcast. <laughs> By so audio, I said but you're, you're talking about a furry <laughs> convention, bro. I, 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 you bite your tongue, sir. That's a nice isn't. <laughs> that is a – she's as pure as the driven snow as far as I'm concerned.
1: I'm not even talking about screening. what are you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? You're talking about Staley. That's, that's just I'm a
0: that's a, that's a dude in a sweaty bear suit. <laughs> that's a whole different story. <laughs> I put my arm around Staley at one point when we took that picture, and it was moist. <laughs> oh, man. I felt bad for that dude. <laughs> that's got to be a tough gig. Yeah, I felt bad. I was Dude, like, Oh Lord. Bear
1: man was in there in his, on all his attire too.
0: Uh, I missed Bearman. man. I, I don't know why I missed him, but anyway, so we get in there and you know, they've got the huge auditorium, the, the huge ballroom set up with a big stage and all these screens and, you know, um, and and on the screen you've got the orange carpet so you've got uh you know Screden and Spice Adams who was everywhere during this thing and I already loved Spice Adams like like a fat kid loves cake and after this weekend you know I'm just like
1: you that, know that was, that that's the one panel I caught in the, the entirety of and it was yeah. it, it was really good
0: yeah so so then you know we see the the, the orange carpet and S- spice on the orange carpet was just in rare form. Like speaking of Lauren Greedon, like she was, she was dressed up like she was working the Emmys looking nice. And, uh, and spice was mm-hmm. wearing like, you know, just like a backwards bears hat and like, uh, you know, sweat sweatsuit pants and like a bears <laughs> t-shirt and you know everybody just loves spice so every time somebody came out of the little curtain onto the orange carpet they're just dapping him up and he's you know just playing with him and jumping around like a you know crazy person and you could tell Screedon was going with it but she was also just kind of like what is happening like i'm just on the spice roller coaster right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spice world man that's yeah he's he's doing push-ups, and he's doing swim moves and i mean he's really become like like a living embodiment he's like the black Chris Farley yeah, of, our, of our time like I mean it's really almost getting to that point he's so fucking funny like I just like I can't like and it's like every day
1: Like, but every- the cool part is like so we're sitting in we're sitting and waiting for the panel to start the Spice panel right and it's probably like a half hour before it's supposed to start now he's skipping ahead
0: by the way he's skipping ahead yeah
1: go ahead <laughs> I, I I didn't know there was chapters to this story, sir. Excuse me, <laughs> in the front of the flow, please. Uh, the, yeah. Okay. So we're we're sitting there, and he's he starts a Q and A with the with the fans, just chilling. Like not everybody's there yet. He calls his mother on FaceTime and like puts her up to the mic. Mom's yeah, mic. Yeah, it was hilarious, man. Yeah. It's like it was like a living room setting on the stage, like just couches chilling, and. <laughs> It was just good, man. Just like locker room talk. Right. Like it, yeah, didn't, the, it didn't that, feel pretty, pretty, like, predetermined type of interview, you know what I mean? Like, scripted or anything.
0: That opening, I mean, that opening thing was great, and you know? And it was just, like, it was just exactly what you wanted it to be. You know, Thayer and Joniak were so good. Like, they're always great. You know, you knew they'd be great, but they were just on their game. Like, you know, unfazed by any of it, as comfortable as anything, you know, you don't, necessarily, I mean, obviously those guys do a lot of on-camera work, but most of what they do is, is radio. So, you know, for, for them to be as comfortable as they were and just like, I mean, just, I was like in awe of them. I mean, they weren't, well, everybody else was like farting around and drinking beer backstage and these guys were working. I mean, they, they never stopped. They worked the
1: whole weekend. Yeah.
0: Worked the whole weekend. They did that show, which was like two hours, at, you know, at least. Then, then they had panels like wall to wall on Saturday, and then they got up on Sunday and did you know more? I mean, and like these things were you know they were long. They were an hour long with like a fifteen minute break, and then you know I mean, and Joniak, you know he's he's got he's got notes and questions. I mean it was in, it wasn't just like off the cuff, you know like. Like it was, it was crazy. Like, I mean, you know, the, but I will say going back to the Urlacher thing, he was definitely missed, you know?
2: Yeah. I don't know how to take that as a casual fan, knowing that that's the 100 year celebration of the franchise. And he is by far the most recognizable person in the franchise in a long time. I think that's a bad look.
1: To me, that's I mean, just. A bad I, I think
0: it's bullshit. I think it's hundred percent bullshit. I mean, you don't. Well, you, there, you can't said tell me like you Briggs better was, have. No
1: Briggs wasn't there either.
0: Oh, I don't know why Briggs wasn't there. But, we didn't even get
1: an answer. It was just like Briggs isn't here.
0: Yeah, nobody said anything about Briggs, which I don't get. Like, I mean, Alex Brown was there. Forte was there. The whole you know post game show was there, except for not him, which is very bizarre. And you know, but whatever. I, that didn't really bother me that much. It was that everybody was expecting Urlacher, and then he kind of comes with this. I'm sorry, but it's kind of a bullshit excuse. Like, you know, maybe you missed the first night, but then you fly out the next day. You know, yeah. It just seems
2: to me like this. this make is just a bad fucking luck.
0: appearance. You know, like yeah.
2: I mean, it's, like, it's they, the different. franchise that gave you every inch of your fame. Right. I mean, granted, he earned it too
0: with his play, but still, you don't get drafted. At the end of the day, like, you also committed to it. You committed to being, like, a face of this event. Like, at the end of the day, it it was still a fantastic event and still great and blah, blah, blah. But his his absence was felt, and so was Thomas Jones, who claims he never got the invite, and the Bears say that they invited everybody that they had an address for. So it's, you know... It's like the bears as shiny and amazing and awesome as this was. It's like there's part of me, it's like, oh, same old bears. Bears are like putting uh, like invitations in the mail, like like grandma to her, you know, Fourth of July party. Oh, you didn't get the invite. You know, like (laughs) I put it in the mail. It's like it was Virginia licking stamps. Like, I just don't know what. You know, I mean, they, they claim they didn't they they didn't do anything but invite everybody who they had an address for.
1: So they have they have should accounts be everybody. on every social media format that the players that you the former players and current players have too. if they really couldn't find an address. You don't think they could have DM Thomas Jones. I'm pretty sure he would have responded to that.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I just like, that's what I'm who saying. knows? Like, I feel like they they could have done a little. I mean, it was it, there was a ton done, and don't get me wrong, a fantastic event. But I do think he was missing. I think Dick Geron should have been there. Um, uh, I yeah. Think Levy Smith should have been there. Yeah. I honestly like I oh. felt like, I felt like Jake should have and could have been there. You know what? And 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 maybe he would have got a, a couple of boos. They booed during some of the highlights that played in the in the montages. Um, people booed Cutler, but, and I definitely didn't see a lot of Cutler jerseys. No. Uh, shout out to uncle Mike Austin for wearing a Cutler jersey, but I didn't see, I really didn't see, I thought I'd see more Cutler jerseys. Shout out to the one guy that, that wore that the worst throwback of all time. You know, that like game of Thrones, candy striper Jersey. Oh, wow.
1: Who was the player though? I saw like two of them. I thought was it, was it Butler?
0: I only saw the one. I didn't see the back of it. Uh, Whenever I see that jersey, I turn away in disgust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, so the open ceremony, like the end yeah. of it, they, they did this clubbed up thing, but I bounced out because acts like, after they announced they had Kyle Fuller come out in the full attire, Joniak's like, and these jerseys will be available tonight. <laughs> like hundreds of people start getting up. Everybody's running to the freaking pro shop. Like you hear Joniak tell you, it, man, it's like okay, fine.
0: Well, well I like I was a mad great because you guys all left, and that means we all got up to the stage. So <laughs> because then he was in his VIP seats in the front. That was like the that was like his main benefit of his big, fancy, expensive ticket was that he got to be by the uh, by the stick by the stage. You're during, going ahead of the script. I, I'll go where I want on this script. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> this is this is. So how do you want script
2: put up? Yeah i will I'll, so, I'll get more so in depth so with how this,
0: I feel about that premium pass. Yeah, so they put so they so they they brought out Kyle Fuller in his pants that left nothing to the imagination, and the rest of his uh, jersey and outfit, which was <laughs> which was oh. dope. <laughs> Yo, those blue pants were like, those blue pants were like painted on, (laughs) dog. I was like, I was like, whoa. So, so he comes out and everybody's like, you know, going ape shit. Even though we already knew what the jerseys look like, those socks. At first
1: though, those socks hit me. I'm like, "Mm, all right, okay, they're dope. (laughs) It took me a minute.
0: I was into it. I was, I was up on the, the Wicked Witch of the West shit. And I was like, ah. Like, you know. Like, I actually with-
1: looked that up, dudes cause I got that throwback. You can actually like find the socks just like that. Like sure. same 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 stripe pattern, same like something lifting. else. Yeah, dude. Like you rock those like <laughs> knee eyes with your
0: throwback. And what
1: like, you, you, you remember
0: you remember Lawrence Moten? You're, when and you remember su- Lawrence your super tight blue spandex? Yes. Never <laughs> works. Yeah, pause. So <laughs> You
1: know those big old socks with designs all over them, bro. Yes, I, People be was, you remember Lawrence Moten with his He started that whole – well, it seemed like he did. The high socks brought him back a little bit. No.
0: Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> these fools ran to – Anyways. Anywho, oh, my I, God. This guys ran to the pro shop. <coughs> Excuse me. And they uh. vacated their seats, and we all got to go up to the stage – When, uh, so first Nagy does the boom and then he goes off stage and Tariq and who else was, I think it was a Rob come doing like the, the like rev it up dance, like down the stage. And then they went into like full club dub, um, which was pretty cool. It was fun. They went, they went for it. All the new guys didn't know what the fuck to do, but they were trying. I did feel a little bit bad because there was a bunch of guys on the stage of the current team where you just knew they were getting cut like if you're yeah, a cornerback and your number is 48 it's not it's not going to look good for you <laughs> <laughs> i mean there were like five or six guys i was just like huh how
2: mm-hmm. do you think the current players took to the to all the attention as far as like you know the fans being there and
0: i, mean, I think some of did the they play it up to
1: the crowd or was uh, it just yeah kind the, the, the oh man, thought, yeah they they definitely like, did
0: the guys who have been around definitely did i mean they they were eating it up You know, uh, Tariq came out like in all black with black Ray Bans on and did like a fashion strut to the front of the stage when he walked out and totally like milked it up. Anthony Mm -hmm. Anthony Miller was wearing like pajama pants. (laughs) What? Uh What happened? (laughs) He lost him. He was he was a swag on eleven. Was Anthony? Um. So that was cool, and then, uh, but a lot of the other guys were just kind of like, you know, I mean, they're just big, goofy football players. They don't know what to do on a stage like that um, while well, they were getting announced. And it did take, I mean, it took forever for them to announce the whole, I mean, it's a huge roster. What's it like a 90-man roster right now? <laughs> like, wow. it's it's huge. Uh, but one thing, a couple things that were cool about so, it.
1: Sarah one, only sat in two things, so I was going to discuss this a little bit, but... Um... <laughs> I was in autograph lines the rest of the time. So, keep going, man. No, I was. I was just, there,
0: no, <laughs> there, were, there were a few parts that stood out to me during the announcement of the current players. One was that after they announced the defense, and Kareem Mac came out, he made a point of of shaking every single player's hands, like like dapping up every player
1: on, on the defense. defense yeah.
0: Yep. Which I thought was really cool, and it was just it was just very noticeable. It wasn't like he was making it look like you know like look at me, I'm doing this. It's just that's who he is. Um, and then the other thing that was cool was after it was over, Mitch came out and he he um, you know gave high fives to like every single person in the front row of the crowd, and it was a big you know like rectangle stage with like a long part in the middle, and um, it was cool. You know, it just it didn't really feel, it didn't feel forced. Like it just felt like you know. Like organic and 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 people were, I mean, people were hyped, you know. So sounds great. That was Gale, cool. Dale Sayers was,
1: was coming out was a huge ovation too.
0: Yeah, that was that was, that was an, a very emotional. He really yeah. had no. Unfortunately, he really had no clue where he was. So I didn't, I thought
1: at first he, he seemed like he did, and then it just he faded.
0: It seemed so, like for maybe for a second. I think we just kind of wanted to believe that he did. But he I was, was pretty.
1: I was pretty close. I mean, I was four rows from the center. I mean, okay. granted, it was a long aisle, but it he kind of he kind of went like this. Now, he could have just been itching his eye, man, but, like, when the applause, when he first came out, he kind of did one of these, and then, like, about three minutes later, it was just, like, pulling up his pant leg, but it seemed like for a minute he may have, I don't know. I'm hoping yeah. his wife got, his, got her wish, though. That's what she was hoping for, so I, we can't really tell, but... I, I, hope I that mean, I'm was. sure
0: he's in there somewhere. It's just from from the physical reaction standpoint, it didn't seem like he was. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the energy was, was you know, was there and, and people poured out their love for him. And, and you know, Singletary and Dent were um, behind him. Um, was, they, had, him yeah. they had like a Hall of Famers section, and that's where Erlacher would have been. Um he wouldn't have been with the with the two thousand team. They put all the Hall of Famers on their own on their own separate stage. Uh, and themselves. like
1: like we had talked, it's like he, because of the history there, it's like he, everybody knew Sayers was gonna get the biggest ovation of that group. Yeah, Do
0: you Is know what I me? mean. And, and the time,
1: no, but what I'm saying with the the rift with him and Erlacher in the past, like after that Pompeii article come out, not now. Oh, oh, my stomach. Like I hope that's not it, bro. I hope he didn't. I hope it it was legit but I don't
0: know I don't think there was enough of a ba- I don't think anybody really said that much about that like I mean I uh, you
1: said he was still holding on to it last time he was but I'm
0: saying like he, I don't think anybody else ran with that I mean, I'm not running
1: I know I'm not running with that I just hope that wasn't no, the reason
0: I agree but I'm just saying like he did go and talk about the 100 list and he did mention his beef you know his his like made up beef with Sayers and whatever but I don't. I didn't hear a lot of people on lo- local media or read anything of anybody really kind of connecting those dots so uh, I would be surprised if that had anything to do with it um, you know I, I just <clears throat> I mean I think I mean I don't know just speculation I think he probably was sick and he just didn't suck it up and I think also Urlacher <clears throat> he's not like he's not the most outgoing guy in the world I mean let's be honest I mean, he's pretty outgoing, but he's not hes not a guy that, like, you know, really always wanted to be the center of attention. And maybe he just, I don't know, maybe he just got cold feet about it. I don't know.
1: Do you really think that, though, You when you're dating Paris Hilton while you're playing? Like, what, what do you expect of that— to ha- I mean, those the people that agree, really, really always, steer
0: clear. Like he, he was always ridiculously annoyed about stuff like that, which well, was well. Then naive. Jenny McCarthy, bro. Like he, I agree. I'm just saying he was dumb about it. Like he would, you know. And then he was, and then he was all pissed about about the coverage that his divorce got and stuff. It's like, dude, what do you think? You're a goddamn celebrity. Like yeah, you're you know, a like recognizable, recognizable face on a team. That yeah, I mean, for a long-ass time, too. It's not like you played for five years, you know. Exactly. Like, you know, and that's the thing. is you can, It's one of those things where, you know, I've always... Somebody told me this phrase a long time ago, and I use it all the time, which is, you can be mad, but you can't be surprised. <laughs> so, you know, like, you should know that shit's coming, and you want to be salty about it, okay, but you can't, like, be salty and be shocked, like, oh, I can't believe they're covering my divorce, and people are saying things about it. It's like... You know, I mean, and then and then, then, you know, he wants to be mad because they didn't, you know, bow, bend on uh, one knee to give him like a retirement contract uh, the way he wanted.
1: That was also when the social media into the players lives really started ramping up. Those guys were a little less prepared than they are now to to like agreed. You know what I mean?
0: Agreed, but I don't think it was that bad. I mean, I, I I just feel like he he had a he had a point where he always got real bristly, and that was one of those things. And so who knows? I mean, who the knows? unfortunate part is that we're even having this conversation because that's I, it. You nailed I, it. I, I can love that dude. Like, and I hate to have feelings about him that are anything but but positive. But you know, I mean, if you really we look,
1: him. we saw him in the hall the, the Hall of Fame bus, so.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They had all the Hall, the Bears Hall of Fame busts. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're replicas. They're probably from Hall. I, I imagine they have them at Hall's Hall. I think they do. So they're the ones from Hall's Hall.
1: No, I think they're actually the the ones from the Hall of Fame. was the first time the Hall released them. Yeah, oh, for real? So for, yeah. yeah. That's true. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. I thought they yeah. were rep. I thought they were replicas. That's pretty fucking cool. I didn't yeah. actually realize
1: that. I'd save me a trip to
0: Canton. <laughs> no, i
1: <didn't. laughs> seriously still see still all of them. i like, I'd
0: still like to go to Canton, but, but yeah. I mean, that's, the. Uh, it's like when I was a kid and I went to Cooperstown and basically, I was probably about like eight years old and I just pulled my, my grandma and my aunt all the way through to the Yankee, like wing. And then, and then immediately wanted to leave after I saw it all. That's what I would do at Canton. Just like, go look at all the bear shit and be like, right. I mean, I wouldn't, but.
1: So you know, walk in you got the 80, all in the same room, the 85 Super Bowl trophy. 86, but the 85 teams trophy, and mm-hmm. then you got the 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 Hall of Fame trophy, the NFC Championship trophy, and then you got all the Hall of Fame busts. Yeah, like, that's, that's pretty. pretty cool. That's pretty dope to get that all in one room. So, who's the one player
2: that you wish you guys would have seen but didn't get a chance to see? Other than Thomas, Thomas Jones. Was, oh, you mean that didn't it show? No, not necessarily. It didn't show. That it was there. It's that wasn't awesome there. That wasn't there or that was there that you didn't get an opportunity to actually... Like autograph or whatever? Oh, not just autograph. Just like see and be like, hey, snap a
1: picture or whatever. Oh, Khalil Mack. But that was like unattainable unless... (laughs) So when you walked in, they gave you little scratch-off tickets, right? And they had this like autograph schedule that was out, and then they released an opposite one because there's people you can take pictures with or people that you can get autographs from, and you can't... It's one or the other. So... They released the opposite of what they had in the booklet, so then they had to switch it back, um, and you had to get a bracelet for each individual meet and greet. So there was, like, what, a 17 lines or something when you walk in, and then you never even – I got, I didn't, I didn't fuck from.
0: with any of the autographs. All right, so. I, just, I just knew – like, I, I'm not an autograph seeker myself, but I also knew that that was just going to piss me off. So, yeah, so <laughs> no matter it, what, I was going to be pissed off by that. So, I just made a point of being like, I'm here for the panels and that's it. And then, if anything else happens, cool.
1: Yeah. So, it was probably like 17, 18 rows. And you had to pick the row and then get your bracelet and then basically get right in the autograph line. And then, so you're, you're, you're maximum, unless you have somebody with you helping you out, you're maxing like two players a day. Yeah. Once you have a bracelet, you can't get a second one, so you had to get it cut. And then, if you could go back, I mean, and I, to another I, you know,
0: I don't know. I mean, I think people were unfortunately they just packed too much the Saturday, and people I think were a little unrealistic about how many people they were going to get,
1: you know. That That's cool. That's this is my experience, though. So, shall I, shall I continue? No, I'm joking. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, we can, I, can, I mean, I could just push stop.
1: <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. But what what they did was they, they certain guys they didn't announce that were scratch wins, and these scratch tickets. I don't know what the percentage chance of winning was, but you're generally getting like fifteen percent off the gift shop, whatever. So if you said Devin Hester, you get Devin Hester, but that's the only way you get to meet Hester. You can't. They didn't announce that, so like people got there early. We you kind of had a hustle over. Well, we got I Hester's I line. If there
2: was a, if, uh, there were some people on Twitter talking about that, and it's like scratch offs, and not. It's had to have been rather frustrating.
1: It was because people were standing in line really early to ch- have the chance to get in line to meet a player. So you are over the Hester line, and it's like it's a scratch. I'm like Mac, and they're like Mac tomorrow scratch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't play that when you were when you were salivating over
0: Urlacher. No, go ahead. Continue to talk about the, the long lines. I'm and sorry. i saw Blake. Hey. sorry. boy all right, everybody. And, hey, and back to the star wanted, of the show. He only wanted some more gruel, but they wouldn't give it to him. They gave him a scratch card for gruel. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> everyone would get a bowl of gruel. So this is what I get for talking longer.
1: So so this is what I get for talking longer than a minute and thirty seconds.
0: <laughs> go
2: ahead, bro. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So yours is Khalil Mack. Okay, we've got there. It, what about it was, you, AA?
0: wasn't your original question?
2: Who, who is the person come- that you wanted to see that you didn't get to see?
1: Would oh. there be someone that was there or someone that, that wasn't? Was
0: there. I mean, I, I, I really only saw the people who came on stage, so I didn't see Camille Mack at all. Um, so I guess I would have liked to see him, but I feel like I've seen a lot of him, you know, um, around, you know, and, and he's done a fair amount of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I, I felt pretty satisfied by the whole thing. I mean, uh, um, I, I don't really know if there was anybody that I – like, you know, I mean, once I bought the throwback, I bought an Akeem Hicks jersey. I kind of, kind of got in my head that it would be cool to get it signed, you know, just because he was there. Um, but that's what training camps for. I mean, I guess, I guess the only my only regret was that I didn't go Sunday because I had to go, but I had to work. So, I mean, that that seemed like it was cool. I mean, I watched the panel online. Um, but they didn't show Virginia talking, um, which I thought would have been cool. Did you see that, Diddy? Virginia talking to the crowd on Sunday? No, I didn't. What were you doing?
1: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> such a dick. Uh, that that would have probably been so. It was like it was eight thirty to eight thirty. Doors open nine, like nine to noon or something that day, right? It was only like twelve thirty was the end of everything. So.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry <laughs> Just telling you it was a short day But this is how I'm yeah. trying to give give people That weren't there Did you call me? A, how long the shit takes just to get one thing accomplished yeah. there no, We got an Anthony Miller line After Anthony Miller's autograph It was already 11 o'clock
0: So you didn't see the Pace and Nagy panel?
1: Nah That's the, That was the choice it's Either you Get an autograph, or and the problem was after they were filled to capacity, I went up and asked the guy, like, you know, you can't give any more. Just give the bracelets out and let people either go shop or catch the panels. They're like, nope, we can't release them till an hour before. I was like, we're already filled at the capacity. You can't give any more out at this point. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. But that's what that's what the deal was. Like, it was either a waiting game or you sit and watch. Uh, see, I, I had heard it was like. Most of the panels were just kind of, it, it was like kind of, yeah, they were all right. It was kind of rah-rah. Knowing
2: what you know now, Diddy, would you have paid for that premium ticket?
1: Oh, hell no. No. I would have got the regular ticket. I didn't, I didn't see, you, you got the book for the $50 book. So even if you add that to the, the regular pass, it's 175 I paid 400 Nah, man. Uh, I think they could have done it. There was, there's just a couple things I could have done differently. Like if you had a premium pass, there should have been a premium entrance line. There's some, some kind of benefit. There just, I mean, seats up front that people were sneaking into anyway. For the first, uh, the opening night. I don't know, man. I, I, I had a great time, but I definitely, knowing, that I would have just bought the regular pass. And if I felt like buying the scrapbook, I would have bought that and still been 225 under. But one, so I having said that though re- redoing the whole thing, yeah, I would have probably sat through the panels. You know, what I mean, I,
0: yeah, I mean the panels were dope. Uh, the, the from the minute we got in, everybody went to autograph lines, and you know there weren't even like the the seats weren't even filled for McMahon and uh, Trubisky. Um, I mean, they got filled up once the thing kind of got rolling a little bit, um, but that was that was really cool. Um, I thought McMahon was really candid. Unfortunately, his mic was having some echo problems for some of it. But but uh, I thought that was really cool. And, you know, everybody saw him give uh, <clears throat> Mitch the headband and the sunglasses, and that was fun. And, um, you know, Mitch is, you know, everybody's seen how comfortable he is in his skin now. And so that was just cool. And um, I didn't watch some of the older groups. I I, I kind of wish I had seen the 85 team panel. Because it uh, looked like Fridge, you know, like Fridge did part of the, his rap from the Super Bowl shuffle. and um, He looked I didn't, good. I didn't he looked good, him, by the way, because he him. had a bad diabetic issue. I mean, he was, he was like, dead. I thought he died yeah. for a minute there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, despite the fact that he really can't walk on his own, he looked, you know, he looked spry for him. Right. He's, you know, he's He's been one of those, like, people that's almost like a... Uh, five hundred pound shut in type of person um of late. So so that was I mean that was cool to see him and, and that looked like it was fun. Um I did miss that but I think that was when we went to the, the spice thing which I was definitely very happy.
1: Some dudes though look like they could still was, play Will, like uh, Willie Galt Willie Galt looks like
0: still Gault. spry as hell.
1: Yeah dude. <laughs> he,
2: <laughs> he, like like he's still, he probably ran a four six still probably
0: I mean, something. I mean, he looked good. I thought – Marty Booker wasn't there, was he? I thought that was kind of no. a conspicuous absence. I was sort of surprised about that. But Adrian Peterson was there, which was kind of cool. Um, Marcus,
1: Marcus Robinson was there, but I don't remember Curtis Conway. Was he I,
0: Conway there? I don't think Conway was there. And I don't no. think uh, – I don't. was Anthony Thomas there? I don't think he was. no. no. There were some re- some super random guys that I was just like I had no idea who they were. Was Johnny Knox there? Yes. Yeah. That was a guy I would have loved to have seen. Johnny Knox was there. Mike Brown was there, and and the safety panel was pretty great too. Um, that was uh, Mike Brown and Fensick and Plank and Eddie Jackson, um, and they were all really good. Doug Plank is great. I mean. He's just, he could just talk. He's got that badass voice. And, you know, he's kind of just got this, well, I don't, I don't really know what happened. I was out there and they named the defense after me. And, whoa, 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 like, <laughs> you know, like, and everybody's just like, ha ha, we love everything you say. Like, no matter what it is, you know, like that was So kinda, you
2: said you really liked the defensive line panel. What was so great about it? What?
0: Dude, it was, I mean, it's just, it's Hampton and Obradovich, number one. Who you know you could have those guys like read your grocery lists and it would be fucking amazing. Like, I mean, I don't I don't know. I know you probably did, but I don't know if you ever you know you ever got the chance to to listen to the to the post game shows when when they were doing and they still do them. But, but like you know, back in the day, it used to be Buffon and Obradovich yeah. too, and those guys are just like I mean they're just on fire. You know they're just like the most like cantankerous hilarious like don't give a fuck I'm older than time and I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say you know and Obradovich was just on fire and Hampton was on fire and for a while it seemed kind of like what is Zorich doing up there you know like Chris Zorich but then he, he he really chimed in and had some really like heartfelt things to say about you know growing up in Chicago and having gone to the same high school as Dick Butkus and playing for Notre Dame and then getting drafted by the bears. And, you know, I mean, he really talked about how he really felt like he was living the fam- the dream for the fans, you know? Um, and that's, that's how he felt, you know? And, and um, it was just, you know, that was really cool. And then they all, Especially O'Bradovich and Dan Hampton, they really, really challenged Akeem Hicks and they, you know, they were complimenting the team so much and um, you know, like just gassing Akeem Hicks up in a lot of ways, but also like challenging him. I mean, at one point, uh, Dan Hampton goes, you know, can he was talking about uh, doing like clean some kind of lift. There's a clean and something lift that's mm-hmm. like yeah. I think it was a clean and jerk, but it had it was a different name for it, but but something where it's just like you power up, you know, and it's like he's just like, This is the ultimate lift for a defensive lineman, you know. Um oh and then um, freaking uh, what's his face? I can't think of his name. Um, Tommy Harris was on the panel. Oh, Tommy which was, which was dope. and Tommy Harris is like so thin now. I mean not like not like bad thin, but he's like really lost a ton of weight. Um, and he was really cool. I mean, he just talked about, you know, his whole experience and and you know, getting injured and you know, missing the super Bowl and and all this type of stuff, and 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 that was really cool. And He just seemed, like, super grateful to be there. Uh, but Dan Hampton, at one point, was, like, talking to team, and he's like, everybody, every defensive lineman should be able to clean 360. He's like, can everybody on your defensive line clean 360? And Akeem was like, uh, maybe 300. You know, he's like, I'm not sure about 360, but Hampton talked about, like, doing, you know, 10 um, – 10 of those for somebody like in street clothes, like one day. And I mean, you know, Lemmy I mean, Hampton's just like a, like, he's just a different human. <laughs> like, it just, like, it doesn't make any sense between him and Nobranovich how much energy they have, you know? Oh, no uh, doubt.
1: But those guys back then were also allowed to use a little more assistance than the players are nowadays, too.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, you
1: know, you know what I'm saying?
0: But they also, they also, you know, didn't have the benefit of a lot of the, you know, the science and the, and the nutrition and the, yeah, those Arnold days are over. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's true, but it was cool. I mean, Akeem was basically just like, you know, he took it all in and he really accepted their challenge. And, and I mean, to me, he just kind of like reaffirmed my feeling that he's, he's my current favorite bear because he's just so damn smart. He's just so introspective. Like he really, really gets it. And it was just cool to kind of see, and I felt like he was really the sort of emblematic of a lot of what was going on for a lot of the players, which was that they were really getting to feel the history of, of this franchise. And I think also that was going on for a lot of fans um, as well, I mean, to be honest, because everybody has their sort of very limited scope or their access point that they have for the Bears. And, and let's be honest, you focus on that. I mean, well, before, it seems to me like maybe Hicks is taking. You know, everybody says
2: Mac's the leader. I've always contended that a- Akeem Hicks is the defensive leader, and no, I don't think it's close.
1: You know. I agree. I agree. Right. And
0: I, think, I think Mac will tell you that. I mean, I, I think.
1: It, I, I think it's a co-leadership. I think Mac is the example on the field, and I think Hicks is that guy that's more vocal. Yeah. I, they, I, they brought them both out when they when after they brought the defense out, like. Right. Mac's, Mac is a leader on the field, man. You could just, the way, like AA said, he came out, give every single defensive player daps. Like, there's a, they're, they're kind of a co-leadership, I think.
0: They are, but I think as I, I think, this team goes with Keem Hicks in a lot of ways just because his energy is so infectious. I mean, I think, you know, Mac... Mac obviously has great energy and is, is a fantastic player. So no matter what he does, he's going to set the tone and he's going to be watched and et cetera. But Akeem just, he's a little more of like an every man in the sense that yeah. like, Mac is kind of like a superhero. Exactly. Like, like if well, I wasn't
2: in- like training camp, that's, you know, whenever he goes to the signing line and he's always cutting up and he's got, he seems like he's a real down to earth dude.
0: And and I think Mac is too, but Mac is not as gregarious and like forthcoming. I mean Hicks is. I mean, Hicks is a talker, man. He he loves to talk and he loves to chop it up and he loves to to play with the media and he loves to you know be sarcastic and have you know like double entendres to things he's saying and like mm-hmm. you know I mean he straight up fucks with people sometimes in those <laughs> interviews, you know, and 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 then he'll come around and kind of explain himself, but. I mean, he's just so smart. I mean, I, you know, to to listen to him give an interview. By far, he's the smartest, most well spoken player on the team, um, in my opinion. And you know, I mean, he really just took it in. I mean, you know, there this there was a lot of gassing up this team. And, were, you, were you
1: there when did the, for the panel Dent was on?
0: Ah, uh, no, that would have been the was that the eighty five one? I mm-hmm. guess. Or was that? Was there something else that he was on? I'm on not sure. That, I, I just
1: know John. When John did that article, he was saying that that Mac would be better off the left side. And he didn't understand why they were being flopped so much. You Keep Floyd on the right, and the reason uh-huh. to keep Mac on the le- the left side was something about that one stab movie has. Like you need to just. He was under the. His, his opinion is let let the guys just stay. Stop stop trying to flop them. Uh, well,
0: I point. have a feeling that Pagano is going to do that. I mean. I I think that was another weird thing that Fangio did that I didn't – and he moved around Mac way too much. I mean, as I mentioned before, when Pagano said, we need 52 going that way, you know, like that's the plan, is 52 goes that way towards the quarterback lot, you know. Like, that's, I mean, ultimately, that's what, she, you know, that's what he needs to do. That's what he wants to do. Um, but there was, you know, it was reported, and I saw some stills of it I'm sure you guys saw those with Dent and Mac getting to to kind of chop it up, and Dent was giving him some tips, and so that was cool. I mean, you know, you, you don't, when do you get that to happen? Um, right. And then to, today, Waddle was talking, because Tom Waddle was there, Um, It's part of the 90s team, and he was talking about how backstage, I guess, Nagy made a point of going around to all the different decade groups and, like, talking to all of them, and, you know, he kind of gave, like, a big speech to the group backstage, and then Virginia gave a speech to them backstage. Um, And, I mean, it was just, you know, it was was cool. You know what? It was needed because let's not pretend that this team – has not done a piss poor job of honoring its history for a lot of its existence. I mean, let's imagine if John Fox was the coach. Exactly. And and, and, and Hampton Hampton mentioned that and, and also made a huge, like it was a drop the mic moment where he was just like, thank God they got rid of that John Fox. And everybody was just like, "Ah!" Like, you know, you know, he's been very vocal about, but, but, but I definitely agree that none of this happens the way it happens if John Fox is still here, because that all, a lot of guys and and Wieter was on. I listened to um, Kaplan. I think Weederer was on, and he was talking about how a lot of the '85 guys in the Hall of Famers, you know, have told him in confidence that they didn't feel welcomed during the Fox regime, you know. That it was a sense of like you know don't come here and try to tell my team what to do or think that you can come around and you know act important and and you know since Nagy's been here he's he's made a huge point to to change that and um, he really cast. embraces the history. It seemed, I mean, a lot
1: of the disrespect started with the Tresman regime, though.
0: Agreed, but but it, that's not necessarily true because I mean how much I mean there was a little. The, there was a, there was some of the old players coming around when Lovey was there, but I mean, other than the 85 team, I don't think this team did a particularly good job of honoring it's, it's alumni before this. And I'm not the only person with that opinion, um, you know, and I think it's obviously, this is a great opportunity to do it, but the way that it happened and the way that it went down and to the level that it, that it went down, it has a lot to do with Nagy, you know, and I mean, I know this is like the, you know, the, the gas up naggy life right now that we're all in but i mean he just makes it hard to not do it i yeah, mean the he guy
2: sure seems like i said he just seems like he gets it and he embraces it he doesn't run away from it
0: the organization is starting to
1: get it from the right. bottom to the top really that's 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 a difference like, right
0: and and it's like you know He's so he kinda just always has this way of being sort of pitch perfect and coming across as really genuine, you know, even it's not like he's always so polished. I mean he's not like a slick, you know, speaker, but he just he just seems to say like what's in his heart and and what's genuine and sure he has his he has his his lines and his you know his stuff that he knows works. He has his bits and whatever, but you know, it just comes across as very real. And, I mean, let's be honest. There was a lot of, and I mentioned this, I think I tweeted this, that there was just a ton of positivity being poured onto this team. And it's nothing like I've ever seen. I mean. No, I have to agree. I don't know anything about how it was in 84.
1: Or even Nagy's speech at opening night, I was like, damn. Dude's got me fired up. Like when he came out and they, they oh, yeah. talk with the team. Yeah. Like, Oh, no, it was the coaching staff. I'm sorry. They had the stage full of right. the, this year's coaching staff. And right. Nagy got on the mic, man. I'm like, I could just see how the players must feel on game day. Like, you don't even get that, like, all the time to hear what he's saying before games. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: he, he gets it, man. I mean, he got a room full of people fired up.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, and I mentioned this, too, that I the only thing I was a little bit annoyed about, I watched the, you know, the, the Nagy pace and Ted Phillips panel um, on from Sunday. and I, I got to be honest. I was pretty I was pretty like bitter about how Ted Phillips was sitting there with his big shit eating grin, like, you know, like, look at what I did, you know, like bringing these guys in. And he was very deaf, you know, he deferred to them, and he obviously talked up Ryan and Matt a lot. and he wasn't like going out of his way to take credit for it. but but you know, if if you know, as you well know, the history of Ted Phillips chair. Jer- Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he deserves to like crow about anything after mm-hmm. 20 plus years of pretty, pretty questionable decision making. We walked right by sudden,
1: him on the way back to the hotel. It looked like the father from American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, no, we walked by him and I was like, wait, is that Ted Phillips? It is Ted Phillips.
1: Bragg's the one up and actually talked to him.
0: Yeah, of course, Bragg's like, hey! You know? <laughs>
1: uh, Bragg's is awesome. He's never he, met a stranger, has he? Nope. <laughs> he, man, Braggs he's a Brags is a great dude, man. Like he he was fun up. as hell to hang
0: out with. Straight up, he's just yeah. Like so, this is
2: your first time in Chicago, right? Did
1: he? Yeah, man. Aa hooked it up. We did the uh we did the Soldier Field tour, and then uh grabbed some grab some deep dish, and then uh we did the there was this architectural cruise to the Chicago River, man, and it was it was mm-hmm. dope. Like this the city's very unique, man. It's awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. It's cool how it's, it, things are more spread out. Like the people aren't—you're not elbow to elbow trying to like get by people. It's just it's nice, laid-back city, man. I, I had a blast. That—that that was honestly the highlight of my trip, being able to just see the city. The um, all in all, like the convention, I had a lot of fun. I think it would have been more fun if I just—if I didn't put out the money I put out. <laughs> just bought the right the, the regular pass but i think what made it fun also were the people we were chilling with during it you know what i mean it was just cool to catch up with people we it certainly we, talk, seemed we talked like, to on twitter like it was just a good group of people from it certainly seemed
2: twitter. like the vibe is a lot different was a lot different than bears twitter is
1: oh yeah man yeah, I like, yeah for sure oh hey we've seen you Dude, on blah, blah, we're blah, all, blah. yeah we're all people that that Get to be an all. Sometimes you're just an alternate version of yourself on Twitter. It's Twitter. Who cares? And people take that shit way too seriously. But anyway, yeah. Everybody we met, man, cool people. Just Bears fans. Like ultimately, end of the day, we're all Bears fans.
2: What so, was the coolest thing you saw in the city? You're just like, wow. It just blows me away.
1: Standing on so on the field, at Soldier Man. Like it didn't even feel. It felt like you were in a Dream, dude. Just looking around from that vantage point, like on the grass. Are you kidding me? Like, it, incredible. In, absolutely incredible, man. I it, you got 20 minutes and it didn't even feel real. Hey, you could touch on it, man. You, you, yeah, I
0: mean, you know I, mean you I didn't. Mean it? I, it took me like a good 10 <laughs> minutes to like process it. Like I just was looking. I kept looking around, and. I kept wanting to be like, you know, stop filming, stop filming it, stop taking pictures. Like, but then I was also just like, no, I have to capture this. Like, cause I have to like, like, cause I felt like, I felt like, you know and I mean? I think that's kind of the weird like phone addiction, you know, slash FOMO kind of thing that we do nowadays. But like, it was just, I mean, the stadium felt extremely small from the field which surprised me like it, you know, when, when you're in the stands, it feels big, mm-hmm. like. But when you're on the field, I mean, and they didn't, the end zone seats weren't even in there cause they were getting ready to set up for Rolling Stones. So the end zone seats weren't there at all. So, but I can't imagine how, how wild it feels when, when it's full and the end zone seats are in there, and the benches. I mean, it must just feel like so intimate. You know what I mean? Like, but then also so epic. You know? Um, but yeah, is, I mean, which I just
1: is good against opponents because the fans
0: are close. Like it right. does have that feel to it. Yeah, you right, feel like they it, were on top of you. Yeah, it's cool. Kinda, though. Yeah, I mean, you definitely feel that. I mean, there's no way that you don't – there's no way that you could be on that field and not hear shit that people are saying.
1: <laughs> I mean, for the, for the people that are listening that have never been there before, the I have a lot more appreciation for how they did that. Like, they built a, basically a new stadium inside of the old footprint. Like, it, it was amazing. Like, the seats used to go back to the columns, and they said back in the day they had ladders some events to the top of those columns, and people were actually there were bleacher seats up there. You had to climb up from a ladder.
0: Yeah. Like, shout, out to, shout out to Pat, our tour guide, like, <laughs> the world's most Chicago person that was like, yeah, my name's Pat. I used to be a <laughs> county sheriff, and then I was a Chicago police officer, and currently I'm a Chicago firefighter, and also I do the Soldier Field tours, and I hate the Packers, and I don't like the Cubs, and I'm a White <laughs> Sox fan, and I root for Notre Dame, and I'm, I'm a, a good Catholic, Irish, yeah, Italian a good Catholic, Irish Catholic, and... Uh, like it was like it was like just quintessential.
2: Yeah, I bet Diddy about kissed him. <laughs> Irish and
1: bears. No, it was Italian. It was Italian Irish, but uh, no, it was Italian Irish and it a Catholic. Irish I don't know Notre what the hell Dame. he was talking about, man. Dame, he lost man. me. I was just looking. I was looking around. I was just like, wow. I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying. I'm Like, hey, there's a purple heart over there in the bench. Yeah, I this, mean, it, this is the Dole Boy. It's like, okay. Yeah, it, it he was just a guy. I mean,
0: down. he didn't have a lot of like, you know, like, great stories or anything. You know, I mean, the place kind of speaks for itself.
1: Well, they let but, you watch that movie like when you sit in the seats,
0: which yeah. is dope. All right. It was a cool movie. That they showed just about all the different historical events that had taken place there. And I didn't realize how much Notre Dame actually played there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it, and it, and also it was really like Chicago's like municipal kind of stadium. Forever, you know, just I mean, a Eucharistic Congress with like a million people there, and like MLK speaking there, and there, you know, uh, you know, Rolling Stones, and uh, you know, just just these huge events, and then like you know, whether well, it was like ski jumps or you know, just all these different things um, that went on there. So you know, it's cool. I mean, they they you know they they were managed to keep this historical landmark.
1: Um I mean they even turned down any like company names of the stadium just to keep it Soldier Field which they, they should you, you're talking a couple hundred million dollars they no we're good.
0: Right. Uh, although in retrospect I think they could have just said, you know, like whatever keep
1: Soldier Field and then Coca-Cola
0: at Soldier Field like there was a better way to do it. Right. Yeah,
1: I know
2: right. some of the artwork inside of it probably I last time I was there I thought it needed to be touched up. It's kind of sun faded. It's run
0: down. I mean, I'm not going to be on. I'll be honest with you. It's run down. Like, I, I, as as cool as it was, the seats are, you know, the seats are bleached and and, you know, there's I definitely I
1: he's, he's talking about the pictures near the columns. Like in the, uh, yeah, I, yeah I totally the agree. Yeah. They're,
0: they need to be redone. I mean, they're yeah. faded as well.
1: Well, um, you know. You're right about the seats, though, too. I was surprised
0: being that it's not that old, but yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's 16 years old now yeah the elements have on it, you know, I mean, you know, as we talked about, I mean, personally, I think it's time to to put a roof on it and redo it again.
1: those those nine hundred fifty dollars seats though you go up to that club, you get like there's a carving station. there's all the booze you want to drink. like it's insane, man. and those so those seats, they're not sold they they start selling them the week before the game. So anybody can buy them. They sell out every week, but like you can if you get on, a week before, and you you pay the money, you're there. They're available a week before every game, and they're insane, man. Like, that's that's the baller life up there.
0: I'll bring a masseuse over my house and, and have a carving station at home and still have $300 left over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the, now, it, was, never, it was pretty it, sweet up there, though. No seats. Pretty sweet, no pun intended. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, that was dope. I mean, that was that was fun, you know. Uh, Titty and badge in the city. We cruised around. Really good thing. Fun. And the weather was nice. It was supposed to be, like, kind of cold and, you know, cloudy, and it ended up being really nice, so that was cool.
1: I got some really good video, though, of the way back in. It was foggy outside of the – the closer you got to the lake, it started getting real foggy. Uh-huh. So coming back in on the tour, it was like this fog, and it just kind of lifted as you went further. Once you got under the bridge, it just opened up, and all you see are these huge buildings. But it was just, it was kind of wild. The fog. Yeah, and I mean, a, that. Just,
0: I mean that, that anyway, it's never done the architecture tour yet. You got to do it. it. Basically, just it's an, there's nothing like it in the world.
1: It's yeah. pretty dope.
2: Like I've never done no, it, but I've done the walk through
0: down Michigan Avenue, I mean. It is, but but it's really like, it is like the world's, I think she said it during the tour, it's like the world's largest outdoor architecture museum.
1: Oh, absolutely, guess, but then the place. river walk, I mean, I'd love to just walk along that. Like, that that was dope. Like, you have right. areas that boats just park up and all the restaurants. And if you develop on, on that river now, you have to extend the river walk. So it's just going to keep going as long as there's development, which is, I I think, pretty awesome, man. A very, very cool city.
0: Yeah, it's come a long way. I mean, you know, before Millennium Park was built and, um, you know, some of the other things, it was not this nice. Hospitable? I haven't got to to flick the bean, man. Let me go flick that bean. (laughs) That could be. Um,. But yeah, I mean, you know, that was dope. Uh, what else? I mean, I, you know, I just think um, it was just cool to see that many Bears fans. I mean, I think for the most part, people were very happy. I mean, people talked about some some problems here and there, but um, I mean, would have we- needed a wet nap though at the pro shop, bro.
1: We walked up to the pro shop, and all you could see is Howard jerseys. <sighs> Oh, in the, the window. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In, in the Bears stadium. Yeah. There, you know, Which I wasn't was impressed a
1: whole, with the pro shop, man. Were you?
0: Um, I mean, there that was not the only one that was, that was just, that was just the the one that's open all the time. So okay, the, that was the, the bigger one that's inside the stadium. That, that one looked really good. It looked like they were, they weren't open. They were setting up for something else. I mean, I mean, I thought it was okay. I don't know. I haven't been to a lot of NFL stadium pro shops that I gave a shit about, so I don't know if I have a lot of comparison. I'm sure the Patriots one is way better, though. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys obviously bought your
2: throwback jerseys, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I really wasn't planning
2: on it. Impressions?
1: (sighs) Go ahead. I ended up buying two limiteds, man. don't know what got into me, but uh Diddy War Bucks. Yes. No man. <laughs> I was just like that that the whole one I, I love the one hundred patch and they put it on both. They put it on the throwback too. And uh so I got the Peyton Navy one hundred patch and then I got the the Mac um the Mac throwback. The throwbacks are tight, man, and I, I usually stay away from the white jerseys, but it's it's a dope throwback. It's just gonna be worn at home, taking off when eating. <laughs> one of those steals. Put it back on. But yeah, it's it's tight, man. I I mean, A, you're not a Jersey guy and you end up scooping one.
0: I I mean I had I just was feeling the vibe. I mean, it was like Black Friday times ten in that place. Oh god, man. Like <laughs> bomb rushed. Like it, it was. Well insane. people were in a good mood though, like I thought for that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. despite the fact that like you know, it was it was madness. Um you know, people were just crushing in, and they were trying to. I mean, you could have probably taken whatever you wanted, like <laughs> and just walked the fuck out with it. There was so many people in there. Um, but you know, I mean, you got the. I think the steal of the century was that Sayers jersey you got, though.
1: Oh uh, yeah, man, sixty-five bucks autographed Sayers jersey. Like the the autograph stuff was to to purchase there was insanely cheap. Like James Daniels helmet was thirty-five bucks, and thirty dollars to buy just the mini helmet. So that, that guy was, I mean, he was selling out his stuff every single day. He would bring new stuff in every day, and it would be wiped out, like, way before the place was shut down.
0: Well, and they had the whole setup where you could get your own jersey personalized right there, and it was done in, like, a like a couple hours.
1: Yeah, BG got one done, right?
0: Uh, yep. Yep, a lot of people did. I, actually, in retrospect, what would have been really cool would be to get, like, the throwback with a three and get Nagurski on the back. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, just get like the full on the full on throwback.
1: Do you we, know. Or do we just get Diddy and double A jerseys?
0: And what, number,
1: what, no, what number do you pick? I'd pick 69. What would you pick?
0: Uh, my favorite number has always been 17.
1: There you go. So, so why don't you get an Anthony Miller throwback? The throwback Cause Miller.
0: Because I don't. I, I like, like Anthony, Anthony Miller. Miller. I like Anthony Miller, but he's not a tight just, end either, though. Hey, <laughs> not like Kyle Fuller. Wow! Uh, <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Please pause. <laughs> but no, I just I don't I don't know. I think I I like I like Hicks, and there's a lot less people with Hicks jerseys too, which kind of appeals to me. Like I mean, there's a few. I saw a few, but you know, Miller's like a hot jersey right now. So I thought it was cool. I,
1: I know they sell a lot of Macs, but when I wear Mac here, it's like right here in New England. Like we got Mac. Like that. What are you gonna say for somebody wearing a Mac jersey? Nothing. You can't talk shit. He's the best defensive player in the game. And it even when he's not getting the numbers, he's a, he affects the game every single play. Like. Sorry, yeah, was, I'm getting on i uh, I'm getting on a MAG rant, man. But that's that's cool. I
2: spent today watching game, some game footage from last year, the Packer game where we clinched, where AA was at that game. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the uh, I just finished the Rams game not too long ago, and how loud the crowd was, and how much of an impact you know he he they all had on that game. You know James Daniels too. Had a great game against Aaron Donald, you know.
1: As an offensive coordinator, going into playing us, the first guy you're looking at is is Mac. You have to stop Mac. That's, That's true, true.
0: Can't stop him. Only can only hope to contain him. Mm. Yeah.
1: Can't mm. block him with five guys. Mm, I know those five guys can't block
0: their Mac. <laughs> I know. I know it. <laughs> 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 so, the,
1: the, so in line right probably I'm trying to think probably I got th- I got three guys the whole weekend inside the event itself right for the autographs. so I got Roquan, Anthony Millen, Richard Dent that probably can cons- what would you say it was taking about probably two hours per person right outside like right outside the doors fans were just standing there players were walking out half of the time <laughs> half of that time I probably I probably spent hour, maybe two hours tops out there. Hey, you were out with, there with me for the first night. Got Roy Robinson Harris, Nathan Vasher, Adrian Pe- Adrian Peterson, Trey Burton, Marcus Robinson, Jerry Azuma, Georgia McCaskey, James Daniels, Charles Tillman, Dan, Han- Dan Hampton, and Mike Singletary.
0: Yeah, that was just at the valet stand. The whole time at the valet stand waiting <laughs> for the cars. He wouldn't give him the keys. <laughs> no, there, there were like, people. No, nah, they had, just a had, had a little barricade. And fans, and were like, there were a beat. bunch of fans out there. Not that, but not as many as you would think, like, I mean, considering Made how many 30. people at the event, yeah, third, yeah. but I'm saying, like, those 30 people, I mean, you know. Made out. Yeah. Like crazy. they could They could have looked like Post Malone with sign- bear signatures on their face, you know, <laughs> like, if they wanted to. Wow. I mean, Bragg's got a ton of them. Um, Scar was out there with his son, Carmine, and they were getting tons of... Uh, they got tons snitch- of love. Yeah, they got tons of love. Um, you know, uh, his boy who has the fire helmet, I can't remember his name, but that has the bears fireman helmet uh, that's, that's in the motts. No, not Cleveland, not art. No, he's not There's a black a guy. guy. Um, the, he's in the motts. I don't think Cleveland's in the motts, right? Cleveland's a local. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was there and he got, he got a bunch of autographs. Um, and, yeah, and his helmet, I mean, he didn't, you know, he's not even like an autograph guy, um, but that was cool, you know. A lot, a lot of people just met a lot of people. I heard Taylor Gabriel didn't sign, which I thought was kind of weird. But
1: I mean, Kyle Fuller didn't either. But he, but, some of these guys are signing for hours on end. They get out there, they just want to bounce. You get it. But they waved and everything. They weren't like pricks or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I got a picture with George um, on the second um, uh, later on. That was cool when they see when they came in for the first panel, and then. Um, What was your favorite panel? Defensive line. Was it better than the Spice?
1: Oh, by far. I mean, I lost. I said I really like Spice, man. Like,
0: really. I mean, that was great. It was fun, but the defensive line panel was funny. It was like touching. It, It. Everybody was hyped up. I mean, it was like an experience. Like, I literally lost my voice. Like, we were just, you know, Obradovich talked about that. Detroit player dying on the field like I mean it was it was wild like he was he was just on 11 Hampton was on 11 Zorich you know got everybody half in tears and then Akeem like took it all in and I mean it was you know and uh Tommy was you know very emotional and about kind of being you know because a lot of these guys had literally never been back with the Bears since they left
1: I hope Eddie. I hope Eddie caught it too, man. You know, just like he, he,
0: from what I hear, he did because he didn't talk a lot at the safety panel, and I actually he's
1: got a up. quiet. He's a quiet kid. Yeah,
0: Mike Brown kind of uh, Doug Plank and and Mike Brown um, and Fenske kind of dominated that that panel, um, but from what Bad said, that Eddie talked uh, at the end and and had. Had some good things to say, you know. Yeah, it's
2: kind of ironic that Mike Brown was
1: a vote for no, I mean, Eddie, because... I, mean
0: I, I mean Eddie Goldman for the oh. defensive
1: line panel. I hope he was there to he like hear He
0: wasn't
1: on it. that panel. No, he's a quiet – that's what I mean. Yeah. Gold, Goldman's quiet, man, but he he's a he's one of those unsung heroes too on our team that people don't, I think, recognize. Oh, hell.
2: He makes it – he yeah. makes Eddie's – he makes Akeem's job
0: easier. He makes Roy Rob's job easier.
1: Everybody behind him.
0: Yep. You were saying about Mike Brown, I agree with you, Jared, that it it was cool to see him, you know, kind of open up. I mean.
2: Because he's not very active on anything, you know. You don't hear a lot of, he kind of just faded after his injuries and stuff, and you just don't hear a lot about him. And I'm glad to see that the team and the franchise decided, hey, obviously he's important to this team and got his opportunity to speak. I would love to hear more
1: of him. Yeah, well, I and then the other choice, though, right? I mean, he's out there just like raising his kids, and yeah, everything. I know.
0: But the other panel that was really, really good was the 2016 panel. Um, that was Devin and Tillman and Olin and Roberto Garza. Um, I think that's it.
2: Still, yeah. one of my favorite commercials is with Garza putting on the fucking Cutler jersey, <laughs> that's a <laughs> but, classic.
0: But yeah, that was that was good, man. I mean, all those guys, to a man, are you could just see how much they that hurt still to this day. Like I can imagine. I mean, because you know, and I was thinking about this. You know, they they had a chance at immortality. I mean, it's not just winning the Super Bowl, which isn't in, in, in Chicago. It's, it's not. It's. I mean, you know, they just they had that chance. It was right there for them,
1: and. You know. Brown and Tommy were a big blow to our defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then they talked about, and then Golan was very candid about Thomas Jones. You know, you know, not they didn't run the damn ball enough, and it would have been cool to see Thomas Jones there too on that panel. Absolutely, yeah. You know, like that was uh, Garza. Garza didn't say a whole lot, but but they also had some great stories just about like, oh, Manley was on that panel too, and Manley's always good. Um, and they had some great stories about like uh, I guess they're they used to play dodgeball all the time before on Saturdays after the Saturday walkthrough and they used to piss off Lovey like like crazy. And it was it was all Erlacher, um, you know, pulling the pulling the strings on that. And I guess they were playing dodgeball and getting all rowdy and and uh, they were saying how, you know, it, their goal was always to try to get Lovey to cuss because Levy would never cuss, like, at all, you know. And, you know, they knew that if, you know, if he was just like, you know, too Christmas or, like, hmm. you know, like, you know, something like that, and they'd really got to him. And, uh, you know, he, he he they said they got him the closest when they were all, like, just destroying the locker room, playing dodgeball. And he came in and was yelling at him. And, and then next week, after, you know, afterward, everybody's kind of looking at Erlacher and, and – uh, and I think Olin said something like, you know, everybody's looking at Lack, like, what are we going to do? And Earl just like, we're playing fucking dodgeball. <laughs> 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 but I guess I guess Tony Medlin used to try to go through the locker room and, like, hide all the, like, powder and, like, all the stuff that could just make an extra mess from them. Because he knew that, that like, on Saturdays they were just going to fuck up the whole locker room, like, every week. And, you know, and then uh, Olin... Owen would play his like jam rock song, and um, you know they talked a little bit about you know having Spice be the like breakdown guy and um, and whatnot. And then you know Devin talked, um, which was fun. You know Devin, Devin, you know you don't get to hear him talk that much. Um, he has no idea how to talk into a mic, which is kind of annoying. Like he's the kind of guy that'll hold the mic and then turn his head, you know, like and keep talking. Yeah, you know, it's like no, it's got a little cone, but um, but yeah, that was cool. And and peanut, peanuts always good. I mean, he's always very thoughtful. And he was great
1: uh, with the fans, man. He, I mean, he's he signed in there, he signed outside. Like he, he he's he's a man, man. He he gets it big time. Like he and he's a beloved, dude. Like when he yeah. came out there, it was a huge ovation too the first night.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd say the biggest was was probably. Tillman, uh, Hester was probably the biggest, then Tillman, then like maybe. Sayers felt probably louder to me than anybody, but. Yeah, Sayers was more like a loud, long, like extended, like applause, you know, like.
1: Yeah, but the a others were
0: more like, you know, because, I mean, they started playing like Soldier Boy when, when Hester came out. Right, and, right. You know, so it was more like a whoa, you know, like, you know getting wild kind of a kind of an ovation and same thing with Tillman but um yeah you know, they I mean, were
1: chanting they, peanut though everybody was oh hell yeah
0: um but that was cool I mean you know I, I mean honestly like if I if I could have just stayed the whole time and watched every panel I would have but you know again they packed everything in so much that you kind of you know I, I heard that they had a coal coordinator panel that was really cool I didn't go to that did you go to that did no, uh,
1: that's the one I did want to catch, though. Yeah, I, I didn't get out, I ended up, getting up there. That was up where the Spice one was.
0: Yeah. Um, but, you know... That was not
1: as, as big of a room. That was more of like a conference hall type room. So, like, the Spice one, you couldn't... They actually closed the doors. They were at capacity. I think they would, the uh, coordinator one was the same way.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Spice one, though, was just cool. It was just Alan Robinson and Tariq and Matt Forte and him just totally, you know, talking shit and just having fun, you know, just, just chopping it up, you know, making fun of each other and, um, you know, talking about cars and goofy stuff. All
1: so in all, something. it it was a great weekend. It sounds like all in all. a great experience. It was man, but it was, it, there were a lot of people and you, you yeah, had yeah. to get there early to get in. Like even <laughs> Sunday, we decided to try the, uh, that tunnel over the road. So three hotels are connected to the tunnel for the back entrance. So those people are flooded in, and we already talked about the crowd on the street, right? And that tunnel goes all the way back to the parking lot. So there's, we got there at like 6 o'clock. We were probably 30 people in, but then it ended up going all the way back through the hotels to the parking garage, Line. Yeah,
0: when I when I first it was came,
1: it was insane, man. When like, I
0: first came, I saw those people in the parking garage, and I was like, Are this are people this lazy that they're not willing to walk down one flight of stairs? But that was what they were waiting for. Like, yes. I was like, Why are people not going down the elevator to the street? But that you know, there's just a there's a footbridge from the um, from the hotels. You know, which it was definitely
1: oversold true. in a sense, like. There was a lot of people there. I mean, it's good, ultimately, for the team. They made a shitload. They, I can't imagine what they took in for money. Yeah, I mean... I mean people had, have... like, five, six jerseys in their hands going up and buying them, like, it...
0: Yeah, people were dropping the coin. Oh, you know, yeah. It was no joke in terms you of... getting the... ready for that signing bonus for the I next mean, player.
1: I, I dropped, like, sleeping on the couch coin for... for what? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I... I I usually buy the knockoff jerseys on eBay because I can't justify the prices. Mm-hmm. But you just got caught into it, man. It was like when in Rome. Yeah, I'm at the hundred year. I need to buy the hundred year jersey here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's how they get. You know, they get yeah.
2: you. That's where my Peyton jersey came from from Soldier Field.
1: But uh, the flip side of that, being able to see that many Bears fans in one place, is awesome. You know what I mean? So, and especially all you've
2: kids. not been at a home game or anything like that, so it's got to be a completely different experience for you as opposed to us, right? You know, I've been to several.
1: Yeah, but everybody was just, the the amount of people that were there. Everybody was being pretty cool. You yeah. know, like because it was it, there were long lines that, but just talking to other fans and everything, in the lines like everybody was cool with each other, which which was. Pretty yeah, awesome.
0: I mean, overall, it was just a big freaking love fest. Like, imagine I mean,
1: going to like a Yankee fan fest. Oh my God! They bite your tongue, Diddy. They bite <laughs> your tongue.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, and like I said, it was just everybody was all love, and I mean, everybody's ready for this team to.
1: Are those to, St. Louis fans? I mean, look how they to
0: get there. <laughs> I mean, it's it's starting to like I don't like to feel like it is, but it's it's starting to already feel like Super Bowl or bust, kind of a little
1: bit. Dust off the old
2: Will Smith CD.
1: It, no, honestly. <laughs> it felt it felt like that, man. Like especially when they announced that this year, this year's uh, roster at the opening night. Like the fan base is hype. We're ready. Like, it, it, it felt like that man like the magic's back with our fan base it was pretty a pretty intense crowd there on open night yeah let's hope
2: they can maintain i mean we're not even into any kind of we're not even done otas really i mean it,
1: it felt like a pep rally man like on steroids open <laughs> the night seriously
0: oh for sure I mean absolutely. Like it was it was it, yeah, it was like I was high up out of my school. seat like
1: every single like, every time they announced certain members or certain players, mm-hmm. like, oh man, that's my dude, like Mark Carey or Marcus Robinson, like those are my guys back like back in the day. Yeah, I stood for them. Those guys were awesome. So it, it was just cool. It was cool to see that many players all in one place on from all different teams on one night. Like That's
2: a lot to coordinate if you think about it. Just think oh, yeah. about it. Not just the fans. Try to get all those people in the same spot at one time.
0: Oh, yeah. And be yeah, punctual. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then then they got to interact. I mean, a lot of these guys haven't seen each other since they played, too. Neil, right?
1: and Neil Anderson came out. I stood up, man.
0: hmm like, It was oh, awesome yeah. seeing him. Matt Sui was yep. there. Sui got a big suit. Right. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, breaking news from Adam Schefter about two minutes ago, three minutes ago. Kyle Rudolph has signed a four-year, $36 million extension with the Minnesota Vikings. Good for him. Yay. Kyle Rudolph, back with his boy.
1: Not worried about
0: Rudolph. We have um, I'm not, Yeah. Well, hey, Jared, we were joking that, <laughs> yeah. that uh, there was the, Broniker and Shaheen were at, uh, sharing a table. Yeah,
1: they did a photo, photo shot together. Oh, uh, yeah? That way you get 50-50 chance who makes a team who doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I know. I know.
2: I was watching the Packer game today, and Sheen did stand out a little bit, but still.
1: He He doesn't spurts.
2: So he gets hurt. Yeah. So of the new players that you saw... Who impressed you the most that were at the on the current roster?
1: New players didn't get much. uh,
0: Just that you saw
1: out, you're just like, whoa, it was cool. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say Denmark. Denmark, look, I leaned over to Chachi and I was like, that's the new Richard Sherman right there. I mean, obviously because of his hair, but he's a big dude. He's
1: a real big dude. Yeah. Yep. Uh, David Montgomery was cool to see he was in mm-hmm. do, doing photo, a photo line with white, um, kind of near where I was in line and Braggsy started happy birthday. The whole place broke out and started singing to him. So that was pretty funny, but like, yeah, it was cool. Montgomery, I think stuck out to me just cause I'm, I'm hyped to see what he does. And like being able to see him that closely was pretty cool. Cause they didn't oh. really, they didn't, they didn't really like get much. They were there and like they would be announced in the groups and stuff, but they they weren't like doing any of the panels or anything.
0: We got to see uh, we got to see the 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 towering um, Hulk of man that is Thomas Ives. That was <laughs> something. <laughs> he does not look like a football player.
1: They brought out everybody, dude. It was like the ninety man.
0: Yeah, it was wild. I mean, he didn't look like a football player. Ryan all looked fat as hell. If you ask me, it,
1: in a sense, though, it was kind of cool to make them feel a part of it because yeah. maybe it'll give them. I don't. I don't think they need more motivation, but to be able to be exposed to the fan base that way and understand what you're here for might give you a little more incentive to 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 bring to even step it up another notch, make the training camp competition even that much better.
0: Right, exactly. but I was a bunch of those guys. I was just like, "Yeah, you're gonna get cut. You're gonna <laughs> cut." Like, no,
1: right, but what the, the, yeah. I don't, I can't recall another opportunity that the the rookies have been oh, no. Or, no. able to be exposed to this kind of event, and it was cool. That, I think it's cool that they they are
0: part of the team now. They did
1: not make them part of it.
0: I mean, they're not bringing rookies to Cubs convention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like that. So you, do you right.
1: see a path the Bears convention
0: returns? Hmm. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if they keep winning, uh, people are gonna keep going. I mean, especially if there's a, if they win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. I mean, when they win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years, I I think they'd be crazy not to do something like that. I mean, I why wouldn't they, they?
1: they? Definitely, they definitely have to figure things out a
0: little bit better. It wouldn't be as big though. I yeah,
1: mean, well they were talking about doing something next year at the stadium. Braggs was saying, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I didn't. I got. I didn't really hear that, but I mean, it. You know, Cubs convention happens like at the Hilton. You know, it's like it's 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 not. It, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's still decent size, but I mean, obviously Bears is bigger. But I I don't know. I, I I couldn't. I could. I would. Wouldn't be surprised if they if they were to, you know, to do it. Sure seems like. Sure I don't know how like, long. It, I don't know how long it's been that they haven't done it.
1: Right. I don't know either. So I'm not sure. It was a, there were a lot of people, man.
2: Yeah. I, I. It just seems like that's something that would be pushed that if they did it, it seems like there's a push for it. Now, if you start losing, then yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I thank God. Thank God this team is good and exciting because I mean, it would have been definitely a bummer if, you know, if it was a, if we're coming off a of four and 12, John Fox. You know, special. I mean, well, trust, they, they did pick center. a good
1: location, though. I'll give them that. I mean, that was it's it's nice. You don't even have to like rent a vehicle. You take the shuttle from the airport, and you're, boom, you're you're there. Mm-hmm. So, like, the hotels are right around it. It's all, probably what ten hotels within reasonable walking yeah, distance. It's Rosemont. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: but that's, what, that's what Rosemont is. It's basically right. just a big convention town. Yep. It exists just for that. So. Yeah, so, I mean, that you know, that would work. I mean, I, I could definitely see them doing it there again. Um,
2: I was just curious. It just Like I said, it seemed like it was a – overall, it seemed like it was a successful experience for everybody. And it would be cool to see – for everybody to have the opportunity to go every year if they wanted to.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. It, like you said, it would be on a smaller scale because you're only oh, – yeah, you know, obviously. It would only be the, the current team. You're not going to – you're never going to pack that many generations of players into one place.
0: No, you'll never no, – they get... have a few special guests. They would have a few alumnus, yeah. Dicka Buckus, you know, type of people. You know, those those people would come back, but I don't – they wouldn't uh, – but you never know. I mean, if they win the damn Super Bowl, it might get crazy. Oh. Well,
2: if they just, win the Super just a little Bowl, bit, guess, huh? guess what? Make room in Skokie. That's right. <laughs>
0: I'm are over.
2: Bunkin, you we'll all just spoon together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. uh, got anything else, or otherwise, we should uh, probably Let's wrap up, up this uh, wrap up this edition of the Tailgate Show.
1: Yeah, just real quick, the list of people that I can, if if you if I'm missing mm-hmm. anybody, let me know. But we chilled with Badge, Zeke, Bears Girl, Austin, Brez, Mandel, Tuch, Halitech, Scar. Bart, Bearman, and Braggs, man. It was pretty cool catching up with everybody. If I missed anybody, A, continue that list, but I, I'm trying to think.
0: But, uh, the guy from Canada, from uh, from Western Canada, um, can't remember his name. Uh, what was his name? I don't know. There was a guy from Canada. They said all 50 states and and seven countries were represented, but uh, he knew he knew BG from from Twitter. Um, so that was cool. That was a good moment too. I think we talked about it at the beginning, but you know, yeah, no, it, was, just all, cool it was all love. Like like people that you know maybe we haven't uh, always seen eye to eye with on Twitter at the at this thing. We were we were we were boys. You know, we were everything was cool. It was uh, it was all love. We were all wearing the same club. Colors and and uh, you know what none of the none of that other and it I know to me it kind of felt like a good like little bit of like a healing moment of Bears Twitter not to get too cornball with it like and it wasn't planned I mean you know but it was just like you know a time like that it's like what are you really gonna you really gonna like mad dog somebody? I mean what kind of what kind of lunatic would do something like that?
1: I mean yeah, I mean literally there there was potential for a couple assholes to show up, but they didn't, so it was cool.
0: There's always that. There's always <laughs> crocodiles in the bayou. <laughs> wow. Ah, okay. and- oh on that <laughs> note um, <laughs> Alex Brown <laughs> uh, yeah big shout out to everybody thank you so much to the Bears to the McCaskies to. Uh, I would
1: tell I you man slap daddy Goldman five on the way by that is oh, a nice big dude man it's a
0: mitt right there
1: oh yeah love, dude I love that kid man I hope he balls out this year Like, I hope he gets all the credit in the world because uh, he does that stuff that people it's not it's not the glory stuff that gets on the highlights but man kids a beast
0: anyway yeah uh, (laughs) anyway spice and screeding and joniak and thayer and uh all the people that that did the stuff behind the scenes gentilucky and uh rosemont fire and public safety police i mean it was awesome like it was a huge event they kicked ass it was fun to be at um and you know just just cool cool stuff uh also uh, as always thanks to our sponsor TickSplits. splits go to TickSplits, use the promo code tailgate get five percent off your order uh www.ticksplits.com hey my buddy used it my he buddy did? used it this week yeah and yeah
2: basically co- the promo code tailgate saved him on
0: his shipping nice so, yeah, it's out there. Use it. Um, and- checks okay. checks in the
1: mail, boys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got an episode of Haltech All coming up uh, later in the week, too, where uh, Michael's going to talk about his experience uh, at the Bears 100 and some snubs from the Bears uh, 100 player list and maybe a little bit more uh, good times. Man, and then, big uh,
1: ups to AA, man. The, the you were just chilling, taking us through the city, showing us the spots, bro. It was it, that was awesome of you, man. I appreciate you taking the time out.
2: Told you, man. Hey, take care of your ass. Yeah, oh. yeah I'm,
0: all, I'm all right, right? I mean, you know, well, you're all right. I'm a decent guy, I, I, I clean up all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a dick, but you know, I, I do all right. I drove your ass around in my hoopty.
1: <laughs> it was a great time, man. It was awesome to experience the city, especially you, you know your way around, man. You just like, right, let's walk over here. There's the bean. It's like, oh, shit. All right. Good time.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. That's it. We did it. We did the damn thing. Thanks for uh, all the support out there and Bears fandom, Twitter land. we not
1: even going to talk about the fact that AA had some herbal
0: refreshments. No, we ain't talking all about All right. That. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I. <Nothing, nothing. laughs> <laughs> Bragg's is a great guy, let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> um that's it. Another episode of the Tailgate Show. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, and it, what that picture was
1: in the stadium, the Bears. Soldier Field, we saw, the ski we saw Pat, Pictures Pat, up. pack the tour guide. How you want dub put up.
0: the <laughs> <laughs> way up. Hell yeah. Turn it up to 12. This one goes to 11.
2: The tailgate show. Bears.